Hello, everyone, and welcome to Full Range Fitness with Kelly Range, where I help you clear the clutter, take charge, and jumpstart your journey to awesome. We are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in the beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. I am super excited slash super nervous because this is actually my very first show and I want this show to be an intro and I'm going to give you a lot of background information and we're just going to kind of cover what my goals are with this podcast and I also have a wonderful guest with me today. Day. Her name is Emma Matos. She is my business partner at the studio. And so before we kind of get into it, I would love for you, Emma, to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yes, I'm Emma Matos. I'm 29 years old. I'm a wife, a mother. I have three beautiful children, and I just love everything health and fitness. I just recently became your business partner, so part owner of Studio 4 Fitness, which is just a dream come true. And yeah, that's just a little about me. It's so cool because I think your story is a bit bu- a bit like mine, but did you ever think you would be the owner of a business? No, not <laughs> at all. It was always a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just had a dream to become an instructor, and mm-hmm. that fell out of reach for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just becoming an instructor... And then working my way up and having God place this opportunity in my lap, um, just couldn't say no. Absolutely. so excited. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that if it doesn't make you nervous or intimidated, then you probably aren't doing the things that you need to be doing. So sometimes it's about taking a massive leap of faith. Oh my goodness, a massive leap of faith. Yeah, I love that too. And balancing the career with the mom side, because I'm a mom as well. I've got four children of my own. And it gets busy and it gets challenging to balance the two. So how do you feel you're doing so far? So far, so good, I think. The thing I love the most is that I can bring all my children to the gym with me. So mm-hmm. we're there in the morning, we come home, we homeschool, we mm-hmm. do just anything. And then maybe we go back in the evening, maybe mm-hmm. we don't. But mm-hmm. I do think that overall, I've been so much happier just living in what I feel is my purpose. Mm -hmm. And then the whole family's just happier. Absolutely. And it's it's true. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody (laughs) happy. (laughs) That's true. And I mean, what a great example to set for your kids, just setting them up for a lifetime of health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And they get to be a part of that. So that's what I love the most. Yeah, that's awesome. They're seeing you live out what you're talking about at school or when you're homeschooling them Mm. they're coming to the gym they're seeing you do the work probably practicing and doing things at home they're seeing you cook healthy dinners Um, you are leading a nutrition challenge that we just started at our studio and that's just I think priceless passing that wellness journey down to your kids 
-hmm. having them see you live that lifestyle. And then also being a mom, but also being a businesswoman. Yes. And that's all new to me, Mm -hmm. but it's been really good. So much to learn, Mm -hmm. but it's been great. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of learning. <laughs> yes, adding businesswoman into my title has been crazy yeah. and unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the first time when you have kids, and I call the doctor, and I'm like, I need to make an appointment for my son. I have a child. <laughs> it feels the same with the business, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. And yeah. it just opens so many aspects because I'm passionate about health, fitness, mm-hmm. nutrition. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, we have bills to pay. Yeah. So how are we going to make this happen? Right. Yeah. That's a whole other ball game. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even for me, just talking about going out and becoming a studio owner, coming from a place where I was a stay at home mom, and I have a college degree, and I have a lot of certifications, but really taking on that headship, that ownership, Mm -hmm. it's something when you open a small business that you usually do it because you're super passionate and excited about something and it's not necessarily running a business. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's a fine line between just living out your passion, but also doing the necessary things that you have to do to keep the business up and running Mm -hmm. challenges. But I will say that the business challenge Mm -hmm. is so exciting. Mm -hmm. It has awakened something inside of me. Yes. Well, I am thankful for that because I'm five years in and (laughs) (laughs) that part of me died a long time ago. Check in with (laughs) me in five years. (laughs) Truth, truth. Well, that, that was really the purpose of bringing somebody else on, somebody else in and bringing that life back into it because we all know with the pandemic, Um, that was my fifth year of business and it really took me from year five back to year one. And one of the things that I was most concerned about was starting from scratch, going and back, Mm -hmm. doing the guerrilla marketing, beefing up the social media, taking around passes and baskets. And (laughs) it was literally starting over and it takes a lot of energy to do that. So thank you because you've kind of just brought that breath of fresh air and that excitement back. So very cool. I love that. You're welcome. I love it. So cool. So now we know who Emma is. Mm -hmm. And um, Emma is my business partner at Studio 4 Fitness, which is a fitness studio located in Loganville, Georgia. Um, And I... I think the podcast is going to go hand in hand with what I do every day because pretty much I give the same speech every day. Mm-hmm. Every yes. time someone new comes into the facility or every time we have an existing member, even though we're all so very different, we have different schedules, we have different likes, we're in different seasons of our lives, a lot of things are the same. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that I can kind of get all of that information out and direct people toward these podcasts, you know, like I've discussed that, go to episode number three. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love it. Multitasking. Mm -hmm. So anyway, let's, let's talk about the podcast and how it all came about. Um, I was approached, uh, asked, hey, have you ever thought about having your own podcast? And the answer was super simple. No, (laughs) absolutely not. 
And so how did I go from an absolutely not to where I am right here right now? And truly, I'm just asking myself that question right now. No, No, okay, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. But, you know, it was one of those things that sometimes your initial reaction is kind of a knee-jerk reaction. And you think of all the reasons why you shouldn't do something instead of the one or two reasons of why you should. Right. So that's where we are because the one or two reasons why I should be doing it completely outweighed all of the reasons why I shouldn't. So taking that opportunity and living that out right now. So anyway, I own the fitness studio The business model was designed around the busy life of a woman. Uh, We're an all-female fitness facility, and um, it's just, it's a cool thing to have a niche market. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a little less cool during the pandemic when (laughs) (laughs) your market population was um, so severely affected, but, you know, the idea of having... A, a female only fitness facility is it gives people an opportunity to feel comfortable in their fitness environment when you know they might otherwise not feel comfortable at all and you've right. got to be comfortable so important and i mean we have people come in and say well what do what do i wear you know <laughs> they're so intimidated that they don't even they think that they have to have a specific outfit on yeah. and so Coming into a, a female facility, hopefully, will take some of the intimidation out of it. So, definitely. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you wear, by the way. <laughs> wear what We've you want. We've had all sorts of outfits. We have. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They're all good. They're all good. I mean, you can move technically yeah. in jeans. So, everyone welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all outfits welcome except for maybe leotards and like <laughs> pantyhose I don't know I've seen you in a leotard I know. yeah that's unfortunate Halloween that's unfortunate <laughs> complete with blue eyeshadow right hello that was own great. It. if you're gonna do it own it that's all that's right so you know owning the studio getting into business for myself it really didn't take long for me to see patterns emerge Mm -hmm. and be able to see the difference between someone that wins and someone that loses in their wellness goals. Yeah. So part of the issue, I believe, and I think that you'll agree with me, is there is too much information. Oh my goodness. Yes. It's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And I think the basics get smothered. Mm-hmm. and sometimes you just got to strip it away and get back to the simple truth behind the body, the science behind the body, the yeah. way that we were created. Mm-hmm. Those things aren't going to change. Right. You can put a spin on it, mm-hmm. but it's still not going to change the way that your body works. So a couple of things I wanted to define for us is what even is the definition of health? Because when I started thinking about it, I realized I couldn't really pinpoint 
exactly what that meant. You know, yeah. I know what it means to me, but if I was trying to write it out, what would that mean? So I looked it up in the dictionary because why not? <laughs> Strip it way back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So the definition of health, possessing or enjoying good health or a sound and vigorous mentality, a healthy body, a healthy mind. Yeah. So love that. I even love the definition of wellness more because you hear health, you hear wellness. And here's here's the defini- definition of wellness. It's pretty much putting health into action. The quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as the result of deliberate effort. I love that. Number two, an approach to health care that emphasizes preventing illness and prolonging life as opposed to emphasizing treating diseases. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. How important is that to kind of flip the narrative versus talking about being on the reactive side of things, being on the proactive right. side of things. And we're going to talk to Emma a little bit more about the nutrition side. Um, and just really quick, you're so good at healthy eating. <laughs> <laughs> Give Thank me you. a little bit of background of how that became so important to you okay. and how that's really become such a, a lifestyle for you. Okay. All right. Well, growing up, I was so confused on what is healthy and what is not healthy. And I was so focused on reaching my goal weight and looking a certain way Mm -hmm. that I got sucked into a lot of fad diets, Mm -hmm. calorie counting and stuff like that. And I really just wasn't healthy and I didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I continued with that lifestyle for a couple of years, and I found a book that was called Preventing and Treating Cancer for Life by some doctor. And I picked it up, and I read it, and it was all about nutrition and healthy eating, and I never thought about nutrition as a way of preventing disease or fueling your body. Mm -hmm. And so... When I thought calories were the enemy, now Mm -hmm. I was seeing them in a new light Mm -hmm. as these are my friends and they can promote health Mm -hmm. and not only promote health, but when you're eating healthily, you're just going to maintain a healthy weight for your body naturally. Right. And so that book was game changer for me. It just changed how I viewed food. And then from there, I read pretty much any (laughs) nutrition book I could get my hands on. And I fell in love with food again. And I just realized that I could eat in abundance as Mm -hmm. long as I was eating the correct foods. Mm -hmm. So all about quality of food over Mm -hmm. quantity. And I felt like I had just been freed from this mental prison I had been trapped in. And now I just, I love eating this way and I love sharing it with women um, so they can live their best lives. Yeah, it's true because... Um, food is awesome. I mean, it really it's is. so good. <laughs> and the natural state of food is actually really good and delicious, yeah. but we kind of get sucked into what's readily available mm-hmm. or what's easy to grab on the shelves or the busy lifestyle. And, you know, really all it takes to flip it on its head is making a plan. And Mm -hmm. just being a little bit more prepared than you were, you know, last week, it can make such a huge difference. So I love that developing a healthy mentality and a healthy, healthy mindset about food, what it's for, what it's not for. Um, It's not a self 
uh, medication, you no. know, and we use it as an outlet so many times. So right. um, it's fuel for our bodies and our machines and something that we don't want to forget how important that is because you're either going to promote your cellular health or you're going to take away from it. And exactly. that is every bite of food you put into your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. So there's something else for you to ponder over <laughs> <laughs> as if your life wasn't busy or stressful enough. There you go. <laughs> so kind of stripping it back, what does it mean to actually be healthy? Well, it's super interesting. The view on health and what it means to be healthy is changing in the past health was viewed as being free of disease or illness illness um, and then in 1948 it was changed when the world health organization defined it as a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease and uh, recently, health has been viewed as the ability to adapt to life's stressors. Wow. wow. So <laughs> we kind of have three things going on here. Number one, being free of disease or illness. And we yeah. know a healthy lifestyle is going to help keep us from those things. Of course, nothing is guaranteed, but it's going to help us. And number two, a state of physical, mental, and social well-being um, actually my next podcast is going to touch on that a little bit more with one of my guests, Camille, but what does it mean to be healthy? That's more than just a weight, a number on the scale. And mm -hmm. it's actually more than just the physicality behind it. We've got mental, social well-being, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being, so many yes. things going on. And you can have one part down and just really be failing in all the other areas. <laughs> it's so true. And that's what I love about our studio, because when you think of health in just the physical terms, I remember I used to go work out by myself, mm -hmm. but I still had certain needs that weren't being met. Mm -hmm. And that was really the mental and social aspect. So mm -hmm. just getting out of the house, having a little break from your children, mm -hmm socializing with other women who are there to support you and mm -hmm. encourage you and just having fun, mm -hmm. that changes your entire health and well-being mm -hmm. in and of itself. Right. The workout's bonus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The physicality comes. That's the happy consequence of yeah. being active. Mm -hmm. But so much more goes along with it. And it doesn't have to be this two hour ordeal. It no. really can be an in and out 30 minute type of thing, but you're with people, you're with other people with common goals, common, common mindsets. And it's just, it's a game changer. You're yeah. right. Makes you a better wife, makes you a better mom, makes you a better human. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the third definition when it comes to health is the ability to adapt to life stressors. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Capital wow. Right. Um, but I think for sure fitness is going to play a massive part in that and good eating. So we'll talk about that a little, little bit more, but I think the fourth element is what society defines as health in relation to weight, nutritional intake and fitness levels. And it's still being shaped and changed by health and wellness influencers with their perspective being shown through their social media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we could spend probably 15 shows talking about social media and the impact that that has had. And we will. We will. But um, it's, you know, people look to social media a lot of times 
to find answers. And just because someone has a presence doesn't mean they're necessarily an expert. Right. And I'm not taking away from somebody that is doing something on social media because what you're doing is great and you will influence somebody. But don't miss the fact that you got to do a little legwork on your own. Right. Yeah. You got to figure out what's going to work for you. Um, and I think it's super important to focus on how you want to feel first. True. Right? Mm -hmm. Because, like we've said, the scale is going to drop, the number is going to drop, but what does good health mean to you? How do you want to feel mentally, physically, emotionally? And then you got to have a goal to work towards that feeling. So, Emma, you teach a, a program that's yoga, Pilates, and Tai Chi. So, if yeah. somebody wanted to have less stress, they might focus on something like that, incorporating more mindfulness and relaxation, um, meditation, those types of things. What do you think another good way for somebody to kind of pull the stress element down a bit could look like? Definitely. Well, including the body flow or some mm -hmm. type of yoga mm -hmm. or just relaxation, physically stretching really does release a physical stress that you mm -hmm. might be carrying in your body. And then also I love like a good cardio session sure. for all those good endorphins mm -hmm. and that really relieves stress. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> body combat. <laughs> Go punch something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so true and people can listen to their body uh, your body is going to give you warning signs, right? It's mm -hmm. going to tell you what you need. If you need to de-stress, you're going to know it. Yeah. Um, if you need to get moving more, you're going to know it. If right. you need to eat better food, you're going to know it. So don't you discredit your will. own intuition. Right. And then you got to do the work to find what works for yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's all about what makes you feel happy, what makes mm -hmm. you feel good. Not everybody's going to love yoga. Not everybody's going to love dance. But if you're doing the exercise that you love, you're going to feel good and you're going to get results and you're going to be able to stay with it mm -hmm. because you love it. Yeah, people ask all the time, well, what's the best thing for me to do? And the short answer is, what do you like to do? Right. Because that's the mm -hmm. best thing for you to do because that's what you're actually going to do. Exactly. You got to like it and at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can carry that over into nutrition as well. Sure. Like if you have three healthy meals that you mm -hmm. love, put them on repeat. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to change it right. so much. Right. I mean, variety is good, mm -hmm. but... If you love something and mm -hmm. you can be consistent with it, mm -hmm. then that's going to set you up for success. Yeah, agreed. And I think it's people kind of want, again, just this cookie cutter uh, formula mm -hmm. to success. And there's just not one because what works for one person doesn't work for the other person. So exactly. really be mindful when you're looking for ideas yeah. and where to go. Um understand that there's going to be that legwork behind it and you're not going to get it right the first time right. be willing to change yeah. and try other things too until you find what you love exactly uh, I think one of the biggest things is when people are searching on you know certain platforms for answers I know. <laughs> the fad the trend mm -hmm. you know the one person that's like posting their before and after and there's a difference between a before and after and actually being healthy. Exactly. And so many diets out there 
yes, they will help you lose weight, but mm -hmm. they're not going to increase your health or longevity. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't think the point of losing weight is to fit into a skinny casket. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Yikes. you have to be mindful of who you're listening to. I mean, mm -hmm. you could drop 100 pounds eating 1,200 12, yeah. 1, calories of sure. Oreos. You're yeah. not going to be healthy. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. You have so. to watch out. It's, it's a scary world out there, honestly. But, you know, really some red flags. I'm just going to throw some out there. Anything that tells you not to exercise, red flag. Mm. Throw it out the door. You yeah. got to exercise. Your heart needs it. Your body needs it. Everything in your body needs movement. We were made to move. You've got to move. So if it says, hey, do this and you'll lose weight without exercise, eh, wrong. Get it out of there. Yeah. Anything that promises you can lose over 10 pounds in a month. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I attribute these ideas a little bit even to the show The Biggest Loser. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these people would get on there and they would lose like 30 pounds and two yeah. days or whatever it was. And it all comes back. It comes back. And these people were literally medically monitored and paid to someone fed them. Oh my then they went and worked out and burned it off and someone fed that. I mean, that's not your lifestyle. Like, no, no that's not realistic. So you've got to get those ideas out of your head. I have people come in all the time. They, it makes me laugh. They'll be like, I've got a goal. I need to lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, awesome. What's the goal? I'm going to be in a wedding. Cool. When's the wedding? It's in six weeks. <sighs> I'm oh like, no. oh, man, that sucks. You're not going to hit that goal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hope you bought that bridesmaid's dress a couple sizes up. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it's just not realistic. And it's if you are losing that much weight that quickly, chances are it's, it's not the right kind. So um, anything that hints it's going to be easy. What about mm. that? Right? Yeah. This is easy. This is nope. the easy, easy button. It's so easy. Well, making changes to sometimes a lifetime of bad habits is not easy. It's no, going to take not. a lot of determination. Especially not in the beginning. I mm -hmm. think you'll get to the point where it becomes natural and just part of your habits and mm -hmm. lifestyle. But in the beginning, mm -hmm. no, it's yeah, not easy. Absolutely. And I don't know that a few of our classes ever get easier. Right. <laughs> you just push harder. That's right. Yeah. What about anything that implies you don't have to work hard again? Mm. Yeah. Come on now. We got we got to be a little bit smarter than that. And then anything that's going to promise a quick fix, it's just, it's yeah, not beware. there. Yeah, it's not there. Reality. Reality is important. Pop these pills. Right. And you're good. You're good to go. I always say, if there's a pill that's going to do it for you, mm -hmm. I'm going to sell it. Because I <laughs> yeah. will literally be the richest person on the planet. So don't you worry. If I find it, you going to know about it. <laughs> okay? I'm going to put it for sale. Oh, but I think realistic goals, baby steps, progress over perfection. Mm -hmm. It's great to want to do something great. But that perfectionist tendency can really be counterproductive when it comes to health and, and wellness. Because... You're setting yourself up for failure because you're not going to be perfect. Let Agreed. it go. Like, let it go now. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just think one of the biggest reasons that, and I think this is, you and I talk about this all the time, is the people that come in and they talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, but they don't even get started. They literally oh, fail yeah. because they don't even get started. They have a hundred reasons why they can't instead right. of listening to the one reason why they can. Right. 
And with people who think that way, of course, you and I, we want to like pull them in mm -hmm. and we want to do it for them. Yes. We want to help. Um, but there does come a point where they have to do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. We're going to be there for you. We're going to encourage you. But you've got to get started. And yeah. it can be intimidating. And I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of fear mm -hmm. and things that hold us back. Mm -hmm. But getting started is the most important part that's the foundation <laughs> <laughs> you don't start you you never move forward so I think for me this podcast the most important thing is just to encourage at least one person mm. just one to get started and this filters over into any area of your life maybe you've got the fitness thing down maybe you eat amazing maybe it's in business yeah Maybe it's with your family, maybe it's in your relationships, but to really take these leaps of faith, go after things that intimidate you. Don't be afraid of it. I mean, there's a huge fear factor. Trust me, I've been nervous about doing this <laughs> yes. since I agreed, since I said yes. Yeah. And now, you know, whenever I come back, I've got another 30 days or whatever to be nervous about it again. <laughs> but you got to do that. You got to yeah. do that. You got to put yourself out there. So. It's the only way to get over your fears. Mm -hmm. It's just to do to it. To do it. And, and you'll get better and better. It's so true. And there's no right and there's no wrong, you know, of who you are. Be who you are. Do yeah. what you want to do. Set those goals and freaking smash them. Yeah. But you can't smash anything if you don't get started. <laughs> <laughs> no smashing. So. Oh. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Full Range Fitness with Kelly Range on the End Results Radio Network from the Perimeter Roofing Studio inside the country and in suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. I also want to thank Emma for being here today. Thank you for yes. having me. So awesome. Much fun. Thank you so much. Please stay tuned for upcoming shows. And until next time, this has been another episode of Full Range Fitness with Kelly Range. A huge thank you to everyone tuning in and I'll see you next time.